0: Let's head out to the KOA Centura Health hotline and bring on Joey Richards. Always great to check in with Joey. You can find his fantastic work at Mind Life Sports as well as the Let's Talk Broncos podcast with our uh, very good friends uh, Bree and Zach. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. Um, I mean, hey, I'm just excited.
2: The podcast is doing well. I, I'm absolutely loving recording with Zach and Bree. Can't couldn't ask for better co-hosts. Seriously.
0: Oh, they're they're incredible. Yeah, and we're we're obviously big fans, big friends. Now you. Listen, you've got, uh, you've got a new guest coming up. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's, who's he going to be? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going <laughs> <it. laughs> to No, no, we just announced it. Okay,
2: tell me who it is. We got Mike Purcell on the next podcast. I'm excited to t- talk with the big nose guard, um, a guy that two years ago was signed to the Broncos or extended with the Broncos. Being a really, really good player that year, and I- I'm excited to talk with him.
1: Yeah, he's just a great story too. And uh, you know, journeyman around the league and one of those guys that's a story of perseverance. He's a great guy to talk to, um, you know, overall, but it's just a fun story, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys talk to him. You guys have been getting a lot of good answers out of these interviews that you've been yeah, doing. Calvin Anderson, Anderson yeah, great. It really resonated. It was it was good. You guys have a knack for that. And so I'm looking forward to uh, you know, to checking that out. Um, you know, overall when you look at the the Uh, I, I don't want to call it change in energy because that feels cliche and everybody's talking about that. But when you look at the Broncos this season, what has changed for you relative to going into last season?
2: I mean, honestly, like we've interviewed a couple of the players now on the podcast and the answer for them has been consistent. It's, it's not just Hackett bringing in this new energy or whatever, but a lot of it has to do with the quarterback position, right? Like, it, we can talk around it. It's talked about every day how it's the most important position in football and maybe in sports in general. Um, but when you get a, like, not just a quarterback, a new quarterback, but a Russell Wilson into the building, of course, that's going to bring an entirely new feel to the locker room. I'm sure these guys are stoked um, as well as the fans.
0: I want to get to this kind of fun exercise you did uh, the other day where you drafted Broncos players age 28 and above. Uh you uh zach and uh our good friend pat uh you guys did this uh draft here what were the let me see what the final results were here i don't i don't know if you won this thing but oh you know, i uh, i'm you back to back it. champion yeah I'm speaking to the back-to-back
2: champion of our drafts right now yeah,
0: yeah. so very quickly uh we'll, we'll i'll just tell you guys uh kind of who who won here you you had randy gregory tim patrick melvin gordon and brandon mcmanus uh, Pat had Simmons, Glasgow, uh, K1 Williams, Mike Purcell. Uh, by the way, you know Mike Purcell, maybe not tell him that he was on the losing team. Uh, Zach uh, had <laughs> Bowles, Darby, um, by, uh, Turner. Wow, you went with right tackle there. The starting right tackle, who knows. Uh, and Kareem Jackson. All right, so why do you think you, with Gregory, Patrick, Gordon, and McManus, won?
2: I just think, I mean, at the end of the day, right, like I got a pass rusher. That's a massive thing. There's only one pass rusher available. It's a premium position. Um, despite Randy Gregory missing all of this time and it's well talked about, right? All this time he's missed, but Hey, he's age 28, I believe. And I don't think he's played his best football yet. So that's number one. I think Randy Gregory is a monster. Um, last time we saw Melvin Gordon, he looked still like a workhorse. Now, uh, I'm kind of betting against the odds there, right? Because usually running backs at this stage kind of decrease, And it's very possible with Melvin Gordon, but why not on a one-year deal? Um, And, hey, Brandon McNannis, I needed that Super Bowl uh, ring energy in my locker room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I mean, getting a Super Bowl champion right there on your roster is pretty good. I I wondered when I looked at this list a couple of days ago, I was like, man, I don't know, you know, having a kicker on there, but once again, uh, overwhelming win for you. And I, I love your point there about Randy Gregory. They're... It seems like fans are just a little bit hesitant to buy in, but it it is the signature signing this offseason. And what we have optimistically, as far as a view of George Payton, would be tarnished slightly if Randy Gregory doesn't become what we expect, won't it?
2: Right. Yeah, it probably would. But hey, I think, so Randy Gregory, I mean, what an interesting thing. I think a lot of the reason fans are so um it's so tough for them to embrace him is just because the initial reports right a lot of the stuff they didn't know Randy Gregory personally um and they didn't know about why he was suspended so many times so that initial report i think has kind of hindered fans from loving him like they should but i think the Broncos got him on a good deal and that's kind of what lost in this when you compare it to Chandler Jones and Von Miller right um they got him on a deal like he was suspended for this time it wasn't like they overpaid him in my opinion
1: yeah, and the the I think the big thing with Randy Gregor with the, with the signing initially, people were saying, well, it's a huge risk because he hasn't been a starter or he's facing suspensions. The new CBA mitigates what he would face in terms of suspension. So I think once we get past that, we look at the actual player. In limited situations, he has looked brilliant. Um, You know, honestly, yep. at least statistically, and I think that. Um, I do believe that this is the first one, though, that George Payton's putting his name on. I think a lot of people last year thought that that was Sertan and passing on fields. Uh, and and I, you know, at the right time, couldn't scream loud enough. I love that. I love the move. Um, but, yeah. you know, at the time, everybody was, oh, these guys have bought, you know, now I think this is the action. This is the first time I've said, I think George Payton is putting his name on something. Do you agree with that?
2: You know what? I, I, I kind of do. I think it is a little bit of a risk, right? When you go back and look, through it the guys missed a ton of games and there's no way to get around it no rhyme or reason like like you can you can um you can explain or make excuses as much as you want but Randy Gregory has missed a ton of football um so it is a big risk it is but man when you really sit back there and look at it Randy Gregory's a really good football player and like I said he is still not playing his best ball I think so it probably is the guy the first guy that he really has his name all over because if it doesn't work out it's a Huge loss to the room. Um, you never like going into a situation with backup pass rushers.
0: Johnny with Joey Richards here. I find him on Twitter at JRDrafts. I was going to ask you about this. I was trying to find the stat very quickly, but I don't have it right in front of me. The The mix of young players and vets is always a fun topic because you, you want to have a, a young up-and-coming team But sometimes, because you're a young up-and-coming team, you don't really know how to get over the hump, right? You don't know how to find a way to win. How do you like, at least on an outset, without me having the stat in front of me, how do you like the outset of the Broncos' balance of vets to youth?
2: You know, it's funny you mentioned that, because we just had P.J. Locke on Let's Talk Broncos, and he gave us, we asked him that question, he gave us a really interesting answer. He said, like, a guy like Kareem Jackson, where a lot of people are so eager to throw Caden Stearns in and throw uh, Kareem Jackson out, but guys like that are so important. And P.J. Locke was explaining that Kareem Jackson is maybe the best bet ever. Like, you would never know how old he is. Um, he's willing to explain to the younger players uh, his knowledge of the game, as well as just relate to them personally. So I, I, I think the Broncos have done a pretty good job like retaining players like Kareem Jackson even if it is only on a one-year deal. Yeah,
0: last year they were 13th with an average of about 25.6. Uh, the youngest is the Jets at 25.1, so we're really splitting hairs here. And then the oldest right. is uh, 27 as an average, and that's the Bears, right? I mean, you're thinking about yeah. a team that really isn't. Now, again, this is last year. They've moved on from guys like Max, so I'm sure that's a little bit uh, younger now. But it, it always feels like riding that balance is so important because you don't want to be no offense, you don't want to be old, which again, old isn't 27, but in the fell it is. Uh, you don't want to be old and not good, and simultaneously, you don't want to be too young and too wet behind the ears that you don't know how to figure out what you are and what you're going to become.
2: Exactly. I mean, young young is really exciting, right? Like Everybody gets really excited about the youth, but at the end of the day, potential is just potential until they prove otherwise. You want a nice mix of players uh, in that age range in your locker room, for sure. There's no doubt about it
0: with Joey Richards, last couple here for you. So Ben was asking you a little bit about the energy. What what has been important for you coming out of OTAs? Some of the reports, uh, whether it's position battles, and we'll get to some storylines and all that coming up. But just what what's been important to you? What do you think Broncos fans have enjoyed the most? What what have you taken away from the reports from OTAs?
2: Yeah, you know, most of the reports that I just find interesting have a lot to do with that energy. that Ben was talking about, but um, I'm really excited. And, you know, I know no one's allowed to talk about it out of OTAs and stuff like that, but I would love to hear how this O-line shaken out. And that that's really the thing that I'm eager to hear um, the most about with the
0: Broncos.
1: Do you have any favorites on the O-line or any people that you think might surprisingly
0: be gone? Now, Calvin Anderson will be listening to this later, so I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> <I'm just
2: kidding. laughs> yeah, shout out to Calvin. He, he was awesome. He's an awesome guy. Uh, you know what? From... Oh, it's so tough at that right tackle position, but hey, like Billy Turner, the good thing about him is that he can slide into guard if you need him there. It's really interesting. It's hard to make projections there. Um, it's, it's really hard. I mean, maybe you can, it wouldn't shock me if one of those guys, uh, and I'm not talking Billy Turner and Calvin Anderson, but more so one of those guards get moved. You hear a lot about Natane Moody and his fit. I was on the uh, on the lane that I didn't think he was a great fit in the scheme, but it really sounds like, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, everything I hear is Nathaniel Moody's looking good, and the coaches are really excited about him.
0: Well, and and so we were as well. It's just we – it's like well watch what they do rather than what we or somebody else says. And, I mean, Nathaniel Haggis says nice things about everybody, so I can't say, like, yes. watch what he says because he every single player is an all-pro. But right. – <laughs> And that's a good thing, right? I mean, I like the culture of that. I mean, you go from the opposite of that with Vic Fanjo, where, you know, getting any kind of compliment out of him was like trying to, what is it, like squeeze water out of a rock. But yeah. in, in this case, I'm okay with that. But I'm, I'm with you. I came into this thing thinking Natani Moon is going to be the toughest guy to sort of keep on the roster just because of his fit. But man, you see him out there and he's playing both guard positions. They have a lot of versatility. Is that a positive thing for you? Or do you view that as a bit of a negative, sort of the the jack-of-all, master-of-none kind of deal? Yeah, you know
2: what? I I think it's a positive. I think anytime you can get versatility on the offensive line, it's a huge deal. Um, Because it allows you to put your best five on the field. If you have a guard that can play both spots or a tackle that can play both tackles or a tackle that can kick into guard, you can configure your offensive line Into a way where I guess it could be pigeonholed otherwise, right? If this one guy can only play one position, it really makes it tough to put your best five out there. Uh, Versatility is huge on that offensive line.
1: You know, one of the things that gets doesn't get talked about a lot, and we haven't really talked about a lot, is the defensive line. You know, everybody's talking about the offensive line, looking what you know what bodies are going to make it, that kind of thing. You're probably looking at six guys on this defensive line, and Ryan and I were talking about this last night. It got me hyper interested in it because you know you bring in a DJ Jones and. You've got a Draymond, you've got a Purcell, uh, McTelvin, is he sticking around some of that? Who who are the bodies you think stick around on this defensive line as they look to kind of be maybe more malleable in that front and show some more even fronts than they've previously shown?
2: Yeah, you know, I'm really, really interested to see with McTelvin and Jim what happens there just because when he came out of college, he was always looked as a project, right? He was a guy that had a lot of potential. I know the Broncos really thought highly of his uh, personality and, um, his character and it was kind of a fit there i mean the guy didn't play uh the d- interior defensive line until his senior year of college and he had to put a bunch of weight on to do it so now we're entering year three and that is the one guy i'm looking at the most where it's like hey it is a huge year for you it's put up or shut up um so that's that's the one guy on that defensive line that is I don't really know what to do with or what happens, but it's going to be interesting to follow. All
0: right, last one I have for you, Joe. We appreciate the time. Again, Mike Purcell coming up on Monday at 5.30. You want to check that interview out with Let's Talk Broncos crew. Okay, uh, speaking of the defense, something that we're going to get into here in just a minute is if we're taking the AFC West and ranking it by defense, everybody's doing the offense. In fact, earlier in the show, we ranked the quarterbacks, right? We went through the quarterbacks in every division and ranked it. Of course, the AFC West was number one. Let's say, specifically to the AFC West, how would you rank these teams by defense?
2: Oh, that is really tough. So I'm going to go with the Chargers, number one. I think on paper, they are just loaded. I think offense and defense. Now, it's easy to say that because I think people have been saying that Chargers are loaded on paper for years now. It's about them staying healthy um, and some other issues, right? But I'm going to go Chargers, offseason pick. Um, I'll go, I'll throw the Broncos in second. I think it's a little bit of a wild card. Maybe I'm being a little bit optimistic there. I don't really know what to expect from Averro. Um, but from everything I hear from these players, the guys absolutely love them. Huge players, coach, uh, stuff like that. And then I'll go Raiders and
0: Chiefs. That's how I'll finish it out. Just sort of some version of Raiders and Chiefs, like <laughs> three, four. Yeah, so One of the two, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Joey, we appreciate the time, man. Check him out on Twitter at JRDrafts. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you.
1: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
0: Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void representative prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See your website for details.